Hi, this is Health Powered Productivity by RaiderCo. We're revitalizing productivity and banishing burnout through practical, tailored tools, healthy, sustainable habits, and coaching accountability. Declutter your mind, body, and life one habit at a time. I'm your productivity lead, Marcy Raider, with your next bite-sized nugget of knowledge. In the last few months, I've attended two concerts. Alanis Morissette and Ani DeFranco both brought back so many memories of my college days in the dorm, driving from Memphis to Oxford, Ohio to see my fiance, now husband, and generally getting all my angst out. I had forgotten how good they were and wondered what else I had forgotten. If you've ever taken the Gallup Strengths Finders test, you know that it lists your top five strengths. My number one is learner, and I do. I am always reading a book, listening to a podcast. I sign up and actually complete courses, unlike most people who sign up and never get past the first few lessons. It's input, input, input. I always have AirPods in my ears. I decided to experiment through October with no new music and only one podcast, my beloved New York Times, The Daily, only about 15, 20 minutes, and I would genuinely miss it. And this wasn't an experiment to make me miss anything, and it's not an addiction, so I'm not cheating on myself. These were just guardrails I decided to experiment with. Instead of listening to Spotify, I used my old iTunes playlists. Instead of listening to podcasts and audiobooks during workouts while cleaning and cooking and taking walks, I was just going to listen to nothing or listen to my old tunes. So what did I learn about my podcast obsession? I keep my list at no more than four to five max because when I discover someone I like, I go all in and I listen to all of them. And I realized through this experiment that I didn't miss two of them at all. I had gotten what I needed to from them. One started to feel like they were repeating themselves and there's nothing wrong with that. I've talked about virtual assistants for years, and maybe you just started following me, or you weren't ready until now, and you're hearing it for the first time. The other one, the host has evolved over time, and I don't feel we're on the same path anymore. So it's time for us to part ways amicably. The remaining ones that stayed on my list, The Tim Ferriss Show, which are more like audiobooks at 90 to 180 minutes per episode, Maintenance phase, which I'm going through season one right now, and of course, the daily. These will stay. Now, my friends send me a lot of podcasts, and I'm interviewed on several, so I'll choose to listen to those that my close circle sends me because I know they come vetted, and one or two episodes of the ones that I'll be interviewed on. It helps me prepare and is respectful. So, my lesson. Any podcasts, series, or newsletters that you read, occasionally ask yourself, am I still getting value from this? Is it funny? Is it interesting? Am I learning something? Is, does it help me relax? Do I feel good when I'm finished with it? If not, unsubscribe, even from me. Although I hope that since these podcasts are jam-packed with nuggets and only three to 15 minutes a week, that you'll stick with me. Music. Now, this was an ear opener, pun intended. 
I'd switched to Spotify Premium a few years ago and basically forgot iTunes or what's now Apple Music. Since I had to recreate the list on Spotify, it's mostly newer music. And I got so many nostalgic memories of albums and songs that I had all the feels over the last month. Totally forgot what a killer album Depeche Mode Violator was. Audre May's version of Forever Young from, of all things, the Sons of Anarchy soundtrack, which is amazing, reminded me of my grandma who has passed. And I remembered watching that episode in 2010 and hearing that song and thinking of her. When Whistle came on while I was out taking a walk, I had a flashback to my high school friend with her purple lipstick and hairsprayed claw. Word Up by Cameo. This came on during a workout and I replayed it three times. Oh my gosh, I love that song and I had forgotten about it too. So what did I learn? That while I love to read and listen to books, listening to music evoked more memories and emotions. It also allowed my mind to wander more than if I were taking in information. I know I don't let my mind wander enough, and I got so many great ideas over the last month by doing this and not focusing on people reading or talking to me. And I also just listened to nothing, which in my neighborhood means traffic, dogs barking, and kids playing basketball. But I didn't realize how much I just like pure silence. I'd already started doing this in January in my sauna. I have an infrared sauna I get in almost every day, and it is a device-free zone. But I hadn't expanded that to some of my workouts, yard work, fixing meals, things like that. So how is this health-powered productivity? Take a look at your input. What are you allowing in? Podcasts, video series, books, online courses that aren't giving you a dopamine hit. You want to actually rave to someone about it, or it feels redundant at this point. There's so much good stuff out there that there's something for everyone. Don't waste your time on things that are just meh. We're not effective at reading and listening simultaneously, as in reading an email and listening to a meeting. It's going through the same cognitive channel, and one of those things is getting kicked down to the dumber part of your brain, and you can't choose which. Since music is more background, I could listen and still get great ideas, be inspired, and maybe even a couple of shakes and shimmies while cooking and cleaning. What is part of your listening, watching, or reading routine that you've just grown accustomed to that haven't reconsidered if it's still adding value? Don't settle for the meh. Want more bite-sized health-powered productivity tips? Please subscribe, and if you like it, let us know by leaving a review. Want more? Say hello to Raider Co. at www.helloraiderco.com.